Are you ready to be transformed? If so, you've come to the right place. In this podcast, I intrigue, inform, and inspire success-minded individuals just like you to create the future they desire in all areas of their life. My name is Gorney Williams, and I am your agent of hope. There is only one power available to change our situation, and that is the power of prayer. Prayers prayed by Bible-believing, God-fearing Christians. Christians praying with our heart's intentions set on God and on bringing glory to God. Prayers prayed in line with God's word so that his will can be fulfilled. Welcome to our new series on answered prayers. Our two foundational scriptures are 1 John chapter 5 verses 14 through 15. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. And then 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Millions of people pray every day, but many do not know how to pray. Out of instinct, they utter words when they are in need. Often, as it says in James 4, 3, praying amiss. Let's be different. What do you say? Let's be set apart. Let's pray together. Our Father, we come today as little children asking you to change our lives and to teach us to pray. We know so little about prayer. Lord, teach us to pray like Jesus and to spend the time that he spent in beseeching fervent prayer. We ask it in his name. Amen. You know, the Bible is filled with stories of answered prayers. Abram prayed, and as long as he prayed, God did not destroy the city of Sodom where his nephew Lot was living. Hezekiah prayed when his city was threatened and the entire army of Sennacherib was destroyed. Elijah prayed and God sent fire from heaven to consume the offering on the altar he had built in the presence of God's enemies. Elisha prayed and the son of the Shunammite woman was raised from the dead. Daniel prayed and the secret of God was revealed to him and it saved him and it saved his cohorts. Jesus prayed at the tomb of Lazarus, and Lazarus came forth after being dead for four days. The thief prayed, and Jesus assured him that this day he would be with him in paradise. Paul prayed, and hundreds of churches were born in Asia Minor. Peter prayed, and Dorcas was raised to life to continue her service for Jesus Christ. 
In our present time, John Wesley prayed, and revival came to England, sparing them the horror of the French Revolution. Christ commanded his followers to pray, both in his teachings and by the example he set in praying. His life was so prominent and so effective, his prayer life was, that 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 all the things, of all the things, think about this, of all the things his disciples could have asked to learn about, they said, Lord, teach us to pray. And he answered their request by giving them his model petition, what we call the Lord's Prayer. But that was only the beginning of his guidance on prayer. Jesus practiced what he preached. His whole life was a series of lessons on prevailing prayer. One of the most amazing things in all the scripture is how much time Jesus took out of his life for prayer. He only had three years of public ministry, yet Jesus spent hours in prayer every day, alone, away from life's distractions, sometimes spending all night in fervent prayer. At one point, the Bible says he pleaded until he sweat blood, praying to God the Father, saying, not my will, but thine be done. He even taught us to pray for our enemies, In fact, the first words Jesus uttered after being nailed to the cross was, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus lived the example that we are to aspire to. The world is forever changed time after time when believers go to their knees in prayer. This is one of the greatest responsibilities this side of heaven. Jesus Christ died to make this communion and this communication with the Father possible. Speaking of prayer as a responsibility, I believe John Wesley captured the reason best when he said God is limited by our prayer life, that he can do nothing for humanity unless someone asks him. Now, this should should change the way that you see yourself. It should change the way you see your role in the kingdom of God. God needs us to pray. 1 Thessalonians 5.17, it said, pray continually. This should be our motto. Never stop praying, no matter how amazing or how hopeless your situation may seem. Praying with our hearts and intentions set on God and on bringing glory to God. Praying in line with God's word. And the best way I've found to do this is by actually praying scripture. And as a man of application and a man of action, each time we're together during this series on answered prayers, I will be stepping you through a scripture-based prayer that you can pray for yourself or for others in your life. Are you ready to pray some prayers that will actually get answered? All right, well, let's go. First, let's talk about those in our lives who we know 
are unbelievers. We are told in Scripture to pray for the conversion of sinners. And the Bible tells us of the joy in heaven when one sinner turns from sin to God. Now, there is no prayer that you can pray that will change the will of another human being. But you can change circumstances with your prayers and you can help create situations that will bring them in contact with the Lord. So first, here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about someone in your life who is not saved. Now, I'm going to pray. And as I pray this prayer, I want you to pray it along with me. And I want you to state their name when I say the words, this person. Are you ready? Have you got their name? Here we go. Dear God, according to your word in 1 Timothy 2, 4, you want everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. God, this person is an unbeliever. They are lost. And according to your word, in 2 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4, the gospel is hid from them. And Satan, the God of this world, has blinded their minds. I take authority over the spirit that is blinding their eyes and ask for the light of the glorious gospel of your son, Jesus Christ, to shine on them. I believe that this person is a part of your harvest. And today I pray that, according to Luke 10, 2, you will send someone to this person with the word of God. You know who they will listen to. I claim this person for the kingdom of God. In faith, I praise you for their salvation and their deliverance. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, we just put some things in motion in the spiritual realm, and I believe the very sinners that you named will be led to salvation. Amen. Remember, with God, nothing is impossible. No task is too hard. No problem is too difficult. No burden is too heavy for His love. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to like and subscribe so that we can be together again soon. And for more information, check out the website at gorneywilliams.com. Until next time, as it says in Romans 12:2, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know what God wants you to do, and you will know how good and pleasing and perfect His will really is.